0: We are rich. We pre-rich. Pre-rich again. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> home run after uh, home run after home run. We're gonna be shoveling these things out the door in Hamilton, Missouri. Every lady's gonna be leaving with one under her arm. Yeah. The glyphs are gonna be great. I'm I'm excited. Oh, I should have baked some exclusive rights into this. That would not have been to our advantage at Rolling Fun. <laughs> Keep your head in the game, Al. Yes, sir, yes, sir. This is not the Missouri Star Quilt Company podcast. Hello again, my friends, and welcome. This is the third Rolling Fun episode with Bo and Al talking about the early stage startup investing fund that we run together called Rolling Fun. These episodes are a ton of fun. Uh, we have been angel investing for a while and then made it a fund a little less than a year ago and love to kind of come on here and shoot the shit together and share with you what we're investing in. I hope you learn something. I hope you have fun. I hope you laugh a little with us. We try to keep this fun and open and there's no reason to delay. Let's jump in. We'll get it. 700 pounds of podcasts coming to you live from Hamilton, Missouri, the quilting capital of the world. Thank you for hosting us, Al. We've spent all day touring Hamilton, Missouri, which Al owns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, more
0: so every day. Uh, no, it's glad to have you guys. Came up. We did the farm. I showed you a bridge I built that seems. Unsafe to you, but I felt very safe on it and then walked around and came to the town. It's great. Hal's been building a lot of stuff over the
1: last 10 years and Bo's first time seeing
2: all of it. Yeah, my (laughs) my uh, expectations were high and this was way more amazing than I thought it was going to be. Anybody who's listening to this should immediately get on a plane, go to (laughs) Hamilton, Missouri. It is a mind-blowing experience. Honestly, we were there 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and I realized that I was in like the Disney world of quilting, and it's like actually that all the old ladies love Al. If you walk in, they're happy to hug you. They no, will take Bo a had, picture like, with a you.
0: Thirty-minute conversation with sweet Judy and
2: Bernice, and Lord. Bernice is my homegirl, girl. A <laughs> uh, uh, 75-year-old woman told me that she was an OG of Hamilton today, yeah. which just really struck me right. Um, r- honestly, truly amazing. Like what what Al and his family built in Hamilton is like oh. unbelievable. Like I told him when we were walking around that like I felt like weirdly emotional. And then I think I realized that it's because I was like so proud of this thing that he made from I think pretty much nothing. Yeah. Like yeah. it is, it's a, it was really, it's an amazing experience. It is a, it is a town that is built around quilting and the arts and attracts an audience of people who I think don't have a place that they identify with quite like this. And it, oh, it was amazing. It's, I'm going to go to oh, bed thinking about you. it. That it is was very kind, it was, it was kind seriously to... amazing. I now think that Al is a genius. I know we've been <laughs> doing this for a while. He was
0: <laughs> wondering what I was doing here. <laughs> <in> this
2: <conversation. laughs> It seemed made up. It seemed made up. Now it seems very real. And now I know he's a genius. So whatever Al thinks we should do, let's ride. I'm <laughs> what ready. Is this, what is this
1: quote unquote town? Like see, truly seeing it is like very you're kind of like oh there's some quilt stores and then you like the (laughs) i I grew i grew up in a small town in georgia that
2: on a on a flyover of it would look somewhat like hamilton like 1500 people live there I grew up in the version of it that is like the very shitty, poor, rural version of a town surrounded by farms with maybe a bad hardware store and a farmer's store and some restaurants that could never quite stay in business. I kind of had that in my mind. You drive into Hamilton and the buildings are the same, but like what is in them, including the people is completely different it feels like full of life and energy and it's hilarious because the life and energy is coming from 75 year old ladies but they're all so happy to be here It, it really it honestly like it feels weirdly it's magical it's bright
1: colors and murals and music and flags We're doing and your like, town next man we got to do it it's, it's yeah. beautiful yeah. it's
2: beautiful and amazing and honestly we yeah. just left the town a minute ago so it'll take me a while to digest <laughs> it all but it, it was it is really really impressive i'm
1: super glad we came here to do this today it's huh. very really amazing Dude, that, cool. th- th- this is very
0: kind and gracious
1: thank you <laughs> it's, uh, it's so interesting too how it like the town and the e-commerce business work together too. Like, I think it was very interesting to hear you kind of talk through that. Well,
0: I I mean, we think of ourselves as like a tech company, which is weird to walk around a quilt company and be like, okay, sure, buddy. But it's like, man, uh, so much of the merchandising and the advertising and marketing that happens around this is like so much of the town exists for the tech benefit of it. But it ends up making this incredible experience that nobody would ever justify otherwise. That just, it's it's this very... Very great cycle to be in of like, oh, now we're going to treat you better. And then you treat us better and tell people about us. And then we're going to treat you even better. And, uh, yeah, it's a good cycle to be in. Yeah. A it, virtuous cycle.
1: And it's like you think of this, the whole town, like a hospitality
0: business. Yeah. Really. Like, yeah. that's Like uh, I mean, it's it's content, commerce and community, right? and The community yeah. piece, we, you know, it could be a Facebook group, but like for us, it's this whole town that yeah. people come and land in and like have that experience. That's our angle. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's well, so thanks, awesome. guys. Thanks for coming up. It's and great it worked, to have you.
1: And it worked so well. Yeah. Now we're sitting in the corner of the warehouse distribution center. <laughs> I say corner, this is the boardroom above it. It's just the, awesome. It's really cool. We got to come yeah, back. You're for welcome anytime. I mean,
0: Eric, one of my favorite things, Eric, <laughs> during the pandemic, he wanted to give Janine a date. And so he brings her up here and calls me and says, Hey, man, can you open up all the stores that have been closed for COVID for a year? Can you yeah. open them up for me so I can give my <laughs> girlfriend a, a, a private shopping experience? And I was like, yes, I can. Yeah,
1: that, that was for her birthday.
0: That was awesome. That was also,
2: also, just to be clear, like that worked because last time we did a podcast, Eric was not married. And now eric is married oh so God. what was his girlfriend is now his wife thanks to minister fishback you may now address <laughs> Bo as minister fishback possibly uh, i don't know if it's true but it might have been the greatest officiated wedding of all time i was it there i'll vouch for it yeah right like it was it was great
1: it was awesome yeah. it was a great time no, man, it was full of cherries and goodness honored to have both of you there wow, um what a, a, great, what a great night that was yeah that's why it's been so long since there's been a podcast, just because I was busy getting married and then eating Which a lot of pasta. you did a great
0: job at, by the way. Yeah. Success. Mission yeah. accomplished.
1: Thank you. We just celebrated our two-month anniversary. What? So hey. So far, so good. I, I'm is gonna it, just early is that, on. That's a
0: say, Popeye's... Celebr- Don- that's the anniversary. <laughs> I was right?
1: going to say, don't commit to the monthly
2: celebration right? <laughs> because you've got a long life ahead, and no, that's a tough. It's cadence. we're to months, babe. What you do? <laughs>
1: we're actually going to do decades. I think. Yeah, we're good, that's just that's lead right. In.
2: That's good.
1: Yeah. annuals too right. often. I think to celebrate. Yeah, you know, smart, smart. what yeah. Janine, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> 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 she doesn't listen to this podcast. Are you crazy? <laughs> She's uh-huh. too much of me. I like that the town worked so well that you bought another town since yeah. our last podcast also.
0: Yeah, well, so, um, this was the <laughs> I feel like sometimes somebody else needs to be more of the gatekeeper in my ideas than me. <laughs> uh, does that ever happen? Because I was driving home one day and I was like, man, I wish there was an ice cream store on this corner. I 100% would stop and let the kids run around and go get some ice cream on the way home. He owns a new town just like that. (laughs) And I said, there's nothing in this town. What if I bought all of these buildings Mm -hmm. and turned it into a thing? Because there's no like this town. It's like 300 people. There's no mayor right now because nobody accepted the position. There's no there's no economy. There's no budget. There's no anything because there's nothing there like nothing. No. Commerce is happening, so I'm like, Well, if I did this, I wonder if I could maybe. And step one we bought the buildings. Step 2, I'm trying to figure out what to do with them. And step 3, we're rich. We're pretty rich right
1: <laughs> yeah. now. Step two, Question marks.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, dot dot dot. Yep. Question marks dot dot dot. Do success.
1: You, do you just become the mayor when you buy a sufficient percentage Listen, of a town's real estate How does this either? You can either
0: be the mayor
1: or you can own the mayor. Sounds but if there's
0: no mayor, I don't know <laughs> who to buy. <laughs> okay. I don't know. We'll we'll put a puppet in. We'll we'll make it work. Something'll happen. Okay. No, yeah. but I don't I don't Technically live in city limits, so I don't think I can be the mayor. I think I'm just an outsider.
1: Huh. <laughs> Like, it sounds like a Are season you going to move detective. in and be the mayor? You son of a bitch. <laughs> Don't <laughs> you scoop me on this. <laughs> I was born to be the puppet, you know, like mayor, <laughs> yeah. power broker of. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. It's an option. It's an option. That's good. I need options. Now, options that, are always I always good.
0: I got a puzzle company called wongopuzzles.com. Well, how, do you, how do you spell that? W O N G O. The The impetus of that was a, a buddy of mine. He had a dog and he would come home and say, hey, do you want to go to the park? And his dog would get excited and they'd um, say, hey, want to go to the park? And yeah. the dog would get really excited. He's shortened to wongo and it's not yeah. gonna bring the least get really excited so it's this like word that elicited enthusiasm and excitement
1: Longo i like no puzzles okay
0: but no this i we're, i don't i don't know what i'm doing with a puzzle company i am <laughs> how I'm, much how much was it undisclosed amount oh okay. okay. no i mean it, it was it was nothing ish okay but but like uh, well because doing good creative deals is the way to do deals i feel like i'm not going to pay cash for a puzzle company i don't know what to do with a puzzle company but Share in success, absolutely. And I'll do my best. And then if the caveat that we wrote in, there was like, in six months, if you don't feel like I'm doing a good job, you can have it all back. <laughs> so I was like, all right. That's fair. A little motivation for me. That's a yeah. That's a creative deal structure. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, absolutely. so so we're we're cranking away on that, man. Putting a little I got I got 10K I'm committing in capital to it. So we're Oh, that's not bad. No, we'll yeah. we'll see if I can make a
2: puzzle company happen. Will they get a shop in Hamilton? Sure. Amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it should have one. I feel yeah, like it fits the theme for sure. Uh, yeah. Right
0: now, I mean, the economics on puzzles are interesting, uh, not mm-hmm. super interesting. Now we're taking a bunch of time here, but like, but like it's it's a capital intensive business because you got to go and get like 500 made at once. And any new design that you're doing, I mean, you could like, but it's super high margin per unit. Well, it is now. The guy that had it before was a 2x margin, and that's not enough to run the business. And so we yeah. increase our margins by increasing the pr- <laughs> I'm, I should be a marketing. Professor, if you <laughs> this is every marketing class you ever took. If you increase price and keep costs low, you've increased your your margin. Very good class. We're doing great, and that's what I did. And so we're no, we're building that. We'll, we've got three more designs coming out, and I reordered his out of stock best selling designs. And I feel like I'm a wizard. So we're
2: yeah, gonna, we're gonna do great. I told you early on in this podcast, Al is, Al a, is genius. a genius the <laughs> so, yeah. puzzle.
1: <laughs> Reordered out of stock bestsellers. Right. Yep. Give yeah. this man a trophy. That's right. Uh, That's right. It's just about the doing the simple stuff. Yeah, That's well, right. Showing up. And every I, like, day. When you when you first bought that or told me about that, I was like, Al, what are you like, are you not busy enough? Like, what are you doing? And you were like, Don't worry. I got an Athena EA. Yeah, this is the bulk of their like, this is going to be great. I was like, oh, no,
0: Well, I'm trying to do it all through my through my EA and she's she's smart. And so she gets a lot of credit. But like but like so much of it is me just teaching her how to do the simple stuff of e-commerce. But like it's so satisfying to me because I'm I'm never looking at the customer service messages and she checks it all each morning and she's excited to have this stuff going on and she feels like she's building it because she 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 is is. and and so like i'm leaning fully on her but it's a weird muscle for me to build of like all right go turn on international shipping and i'm gonna watch netflix like i know how to do it i should just go and do it it's easy for me to go and do it but i'm gonna tell her that she needs to do and explain the pricing strategy and all that stuff so that she can go knock it out and then i'm i'm gonna save myself 45 minutes of clicking around so that i can do nothing and it's a it's like a weird thing that I'm, that instinctually I say, I should just do it. But like building that muscle, letting her take over. I'm, I'm optimistic that it's a sustainable outcome
1: if it works. Yeah. Where like she runs and she's excited about it. She's managing all that. It's cool. Yeah. You're setting it up from the very beginning to be that like yeah. hands off. Which thing. man, I,
0: I couldn't do unless I'd done it a few times. Right. Like yeah. I had, I yeah. had to be where I am to, to knock that out. But like, now that I'm here. It reminds me of a of a great word, leverage, that you use a lot. <laughs> mm, that, yeah. That's what I keep reminding myself of. Like, man, I've got, I can't just go build a bunch more of these. I can't be the jockey over and over again. I've yeah. got to start using the assets I've built to do more. So, that's, yeah,
1: which that's is a different different game, yeah.
0: way different. Yeah, yeah.
1: But what have you been up to? Uh, I don't Aside from either. becoming we, a minister. Hi-
2: highlight of the summer was definitely marrying you. I mean, that was pretty big for me. And then confusing phrasing, um, but yeah. yeah it, was, it, was, it is. I mean, it started when you asked me to marry you yes. over a year ago, and I didn't really know what that meant. And here we
1: are. I knew I shouldn't have got down on I one know me. You're
2: married and I'm married, but it's not to each other. So it's <laughs> fine. Yeah. So we did a we had a great trip. All three of us were there along with many, many it other people in so Michigan. It mm-hmm. was awesome. We got back and while Eric was in the midst of getting his Italian honeymoon plan. We had an impromptu opportunity due to a late cancellation to include him and Janine on a pre honeymoon to Costa Rica. Mm.
1: So duck down there for a while. By the way, it turns out if you book an international flight within like 36 hours of departing on that flight that you are on the watch list forever and you will never get TSA pre and you'll eat your bags searched no, really? like crazy yeah when you fly now congratulations I, thank yep. you i yep. could not figure out like what was i was like why is this guy like tearing apart the lining in my suitcase on the way out of costa rica and then we st- we kept getting like the random quote-unquote random searches yeah. and i was like oh that's that makes yeah, sense. I invited
2: Eric and Janine to come to Costa Rica with my family and <laughs> another family on a Thursday, and then notified them that the flight leaves at 5 a.m. on Saturday, and their 36-hour turnaround to make it to Costa Rica was really amazing, and we had a really fantastic but, time you know, there. I'm so not, no
1: regrets. We yeah. swam in waterfalls,
2: yeah. high 5 monkeys, caught some tuna. He calls, yeah, um, caught a lot of tuna. Yeah, yeah, it was um, great. It was great. The house we stayed in had just been occupied by Will Farrell.
1: That really adds a lot um, to a vacation, oh, knowing yeah. that you. Or walking in Will yeah, Ferrell's yeah, footsteps—that's a big deal yeah. for me. You
2: could have <laughs> had a DNA sample
1: to touch you.
2: Uh, you know, you know the the previous person before Will that was there was Seal no um, no, yes, hair. Yes, you again, go all. no hair yes zero hair to an abundance of I looked, I looked of everywhere hair. for it I couldn't find any of Seal's hair you yeah, know we had a great we had a great time out there and then you know got the kids back in school and it started to kind of like slowly emerge back into the real world yeah and didn't um, you almost buy a chocolate company in Costa Rica well you know you go because you were there, there for five days. <laughs> my brother was with me <laughs> and you almost accidentally uh, <laughs> bought a we, we found, most people look at real estate but like, <laughs> we well also we looked at real estate <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. the chocolate company owns its own real estate it's a it's a kind of tree to bar chocolate company that makes a really really great chocolate that is very, very lightly distributed. I think they're only distributed in one retail store that they own and then a Four Seasons, but they've won a bunch of global awards and all this. And so we've been snooping around trying to figure out if there's an opportunity to buy a business like that. Wait, can you even own land in Costa Rica? You can own it if it's titled to someone who owns it, who will sell it to you. There's a Belgian guy who owns it now who had spent many years getting it set up like that. He is so generally apathetic about selling or not selling that the response time on emails are exactly what you would expect from a Belgian. (laughs) (laughs) In Costa Rica. And so feels like it's going to be hard to get a thing done there just due to apathy culturally. Um, (laughs) But but it's also hilarious because we were like, hey, can you send us some chocolate? He's like, Yeah, you can just go to the website and get the chocolate. And what we realized he meant was that you can go to the contact form and send an email that says send you the chocolate. And then he says, oh, actually, we don't send to the U.S. And so you can't even really get it here. And so felt like fun things to work on. Um, You're like, uh, I'm a genius. I, I'm going to ship I chocolate. Know how to sell things on the Internet. <laughs> so yeah. maybe we could do a thing here. You come open a store in Hamilton. I, I, they would do great business, I think. They would so, murder it. Uh, anyway, but it was, yeah, knocking around, trying to figure out if we should be shopping for businesses or if we should be starting stuff from scratch. And, yeah, doing field trips to Hamilton. Start.
0: I, I love that you guys got here at like like
2: 9:50, and we need we need like a full slumber party overnight to catch up. Oh, like, I have so yeah. many more questions. No, no, I, I, I like this. I like now that I've seen yeah. your apartment in downtown Hamilton, I know I've got
1: a place to stay. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. we're co working in. in Hamilton. Yeah, we got. Yeah, man. Yeah, we got a lot of work to do too. You know, yeah. like a lot to catch up like on. Like yeah, real work too. Real, yeah. <laughs> We, we had a bumper crop in the fund for the last yeah quarter. I think all these companies I'm super excited about and excited to kind of like talk through them all. Wait.
0: So Eric, you got married. Any other updates from you?
1: Mm, not really yet. I'm like almost done with the book, but that'll be another quarter I've or two a, before I've I can got publish a draft it. copy
2: of it at my house that Eric said what? I could read, but, yeah. it, but no commentary on mistakes or grammar or anything is welcome. It is much more read it. And tell me if you got bored or confused because we're at the stage where it's like, maybe it sounds like a information complete, but no cleanup or something like that.
1: Yeah, I feel like well, there's like professional like publishing and line editing yep. is still like a part of the process to come. So I, I just don't worry about like second you're book, like, I don't worry about like, grammar tell at all. Me broad strokes. Yeah. I just want to know, yeah, it's like pace good and like And was it do You stay engaged. I'm only halfway through. I just got it yesterday or so, the day before or whatever. Oh, that's good. up, um, to, up to the half point. So
2: so far good. Huh? I think I think it starts very with, with a compliment. pretty good bang. I have the questions that I've had as I've read have been answered on oh, subsequent okay. pages, which is good. Yeah. I mean I cool. think so um, far so good. Scribbling notes, scribbling notes on it so. I think you still need to
0: sign mine because I bought it from Amazon. My Naval Robinson. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I need you to sign this. You're like, yeah, sure, buddy. Someday we we'll we get up there,
1: I need you to sign my cardboard famous? cutout of Al. There's cardboard yeah. cutouts of Al's whole family all around Hamilton, Missouri, and there's none of Al, and we need to fix this. Yeah no <laughs> that could be a whole shop cardboard cutouts while you're in Amazon.com. yeah <laughs> oh, don't take that. <laughs> it, what was the it was a dan gilbert company out fat of detroit head. fathead uh, oh, yeah, right? yeah, they yeah, did the that. like life-size wall stickers yeah. i would 100 percent. i got so many that photos was, of you i, I actually, could totally get it i, I would gave love a christmas a cardboard present cutout. one
0: year to my entire family of a fat head of me really, really? which which How'd it, it go? One is surprisingly well-received and two, very telling of where they put that fat head later mm, on. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Does it go up on the living room wall? Bathroom. Most? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good, he's always watching me. Is, <laughs> there's a lot of places that head yeah. ends up that I wish, I mean, if I could do it again, I would not give a giant head of myself to my family. It's a bad, bad move.
2: Uh, you live and learn. In-house branding. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs>
0: It tells you a lot. I did. When I was in college, I sent my mom a giant poster of myself. Like
1: I'm just, I'm noticing a theme.
0: When it, uh, <laughs> when it, it got hung in the living room, and I have seven siblings, and they were all very <laughs> pissed off that I, mm. and and the bigger picture than Jesus, if I can yeah, brag, I yeah. mean, I don't want to be that guy. Well, you are bigger. I mean,
1: it's just like just life size. It's the Yeah. How tall was sense.
0: Jesus? I bet he was, I bet he was no more than six foot. Oh, I'm I think sure. everybody was short Middle back Eastern then. Guy, yeah, even no, if he was, I'm, we're going to be way bigger than Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's it's the seven, podcast title: Seven Hundred
2: Pounds of Podcast. <laughs> <so like. laughs> Rolling fund, way bigger than Jesus.
1: <laughs> we're going to be a huge, huge hit. Okay, so those are all of the life updates. Let's do some. Let's do some fund updates. I feel like we've so we've had five. Wait, and, when did we do this podcast last? It was Q2. Um, We have all of Q3 to catch up. We have all of Q3 and one, the last one in Q2 was Positive Foods Co. Oh, I love it. Um, So that one is, it's been a minute since we've made that investment, but we still haven't done a podcast piece on that. I love that
0: Skylar's like, like we we had to make a very, like our smallest investment because we were almost out of that fund. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you guys really screwed my math with your tiny investment, (laughs) you jerks. We're like, we're so sorry. He's like, I'll let you invest in the same amount. Just make it a round number. We're like, he's, Thirty nine more cents is what. That's word, right. That's yeah.
1: right.
0: <laughs> He's already shopping for an A too. No, they're they're killing it. So the, the, again, the that that investment, those guys, they do like a hub and hub and spoke model of like they make all their fresh food every day and then distribute it to to like gas stations and grocery stores. So all the grab and go salads and sandwich sort of stuff they're doing, but they're but like. You said it great. Where where you have a lot of these grocery stores, they give up a ton of this retail space to the kitchen, yeah. so that they can make this stuff, and then they have a lot of the waste that's built in with it and all that kind of stuff. So these guys get real nerdy about what's going to sell, which locations are moving enough, and so now some random gas station on the middle of the of the highway gets to have fresh made that day, great food that are. Built and delivered by these guys, and doing that across America. That's
1: like where the tech comes into because at first, like when we first saw this, I was kind of like, "Cool, great, I'm glad this exists." But like, is this actually a venture scale? Is it a tech company? And like, once I talked to Scott, I was like, "Oh, this is actually really exciting." Because like, even the the like quote unquote fresh foods go through the same distribution channel. They go through like normal trucking, distribution, warehouses, multiple parties. And these guys go straight from like their own kitchen. They shelf their own merchandise. They own their own cold chain distribution thing. And they track all of it up to including the point of sale. So they know they can manage inventory. Their food waste is super low. It's, It's really like quite clever. And now they're kind of like they're figuring out how to like amazonify that and like turn out it's, some of those offerings to make them market offerings it's like a real it's real like
0: 99 a logistics play yeah and if yeah. they if they can crack it for this they they crack it for a lot yeah, yeah. there's a
1: lot of cool software involved there so and if yeah.
0: we can make fresh food available <laughs> across the nation like mm-hmm. that's cool
1: i like that yeah for cheaper and better like yeah 100 yeah, love their um their mission and the the team is really cool too like the people that are in there the, the chef used to like work in the it's uh, like a delta
0: chef like the the chief chef for delta i think or something right and yeah, he's running, running like the
1: co-founders high scale airline food you, think, and stuff. you like, think
0: about solving that problem and then bringing it to
1: this yeah He's like, yeah. he's, he's got to be loving life yeah which actually on my honeymoon i had a fucking amazing meal on, on a plane for oh, like the first that. time in my life i yeah. was like yeah it was like legitimately it was an a, international airline it was Delta, but cool. it was like, Janine hacked our way to like n- nice seats for yeah. for the flight. And it was like really impressively good food. Not yeah. just like, oh, this is better than I was expecting, but like, great. Yep. So. Good, good work. Yeah. Good. Uh, I hope it's the same guy who did both of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Compliments to the chef, <laughs> right. yeah. my lady. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh,
0: who's back there running the microwave uh, would you please tell (laughs) them janine and 22a say
1: fantastic Uh, so if you live in california please go eat positive foods they're in a bunch of whole foods and bristol farms taking over
2: the salad bars Um, i know every time i go into my whole foods i like am like
1: hoping they're going to show up there at some point (laughs) which i know it'll
2: be a while because they're they're west coast right now but i was like um, skylar
1: when are you doing geographies and he's like we're gonna be like all cali for a minute because density matters so much to them to their economics so they're going to try to really saturate for a while Smart. And that makes, yeah. So th- they're also,
2: they're also like, I think a little further down the road than a lot of seed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared yeah, yeah. to other things, like I mean, this is like a this is like a kind of like a real company. It's a question of like how big they get, how fast. Yeah. Yeah, really yeah. <laughs> we snuck else.
0: in when they had revenue yeah. and were yeah, already. They're cash flow positive. Yeah, yeah they're, they're cash
2: flow uh, positive. They're in the they're in the millions of dollars of business. Like they're a they're a business.
0: I think they're working on their A right now, so we yeah. got in right right before the
1: window. Yeah, yeah. And they did a really interesting like rolling raise for a while too. So they just announced like a seven million dollar raise, but I think there's like tranches of slowly increasing valuation throughout the I think we're already marked up on that one question is are we going to put in more money to round our number off we'll decide soon you'll know yeah but I don't know what the like I don't know not trade-offs are there but like I don't know either to do a a later quarter like we have different LPs all the time and like the total exposure to any one company is relatively small so a couple quarters later to do follow-on especially for our smaller investments I feel like it's totally reasonable it's our
0: smallest I think yeah. we like him. Yeah. All right. right. Twi- All right, Skyler.
1: Yeah. We'll let you know. We'll talk. Okay. So that's the last one in Q2. So for anybody who was subscribed, then they've got that. Now, everything from here on is Q3, which is, this is the complete set of Q3. So we got Omella, Drively and Glyph. Should we,
2: yeah, Bo, you want to do Omella? No, I want Eric too. Yeah. Because I've actually met them originally through Eric. Oh, okay. Did
1: you invest before? Also, no, no. No? I I mean,
2: I was. We talked when he was in the like looking for a couple alpha trial people to use it, and like they were in the kind of very early iteration stage. And I think as much as anything, this was like a team that, you know, you want to back one yeah. and two, every time you turn around, they just like had made more progress and found a little better yeah. fit for the market. I mean, they are, they are the,
1: yeah, they are impressive iterators. Very. So Brett Koff is the founder of Omela along with his brother, David. I've known Brett since we were in college. He was a year or two ahead of me in college. And he was the founder of Remind, which he like started in college and is now used in like 80% of classrooms around the world. If you are like kids in school, you are probably using Remind. Very, he is like the best person I've ever met or heard of at customer driven, development so he is like all day every day just like one-on-one conversations with customers getting deep into their problems and then at the end of the day he like sits down with his brother who's a software developer and is like here's everything that i learned and he's like okay i'm gonna go start building that Um, So the really fast iterators are always adding new stuff. And that is like also a really, especially worked well with teachers who knew each other. That's like an amazing distribution process also, because you're constantly, you you never even really sell. You're just kind of like
0: always in conversation.
1: What's their company? So, well, I told you about Remind because this company started as like an earned secret from Remind. So Remind is all about communication between students, parents, and teachers, but they never really transferred into or added the capability to transfer money or structured information and so that's what does. It is like basically a platform for organizations micro schools ptas churches like not smbs but organizations to manage information and money and transfer things back and forth so if you think about if you run like i don't know like bo's basically a gm of a 10 year old's basketball league but like constantly needing Jersey sizes, addresses, different collecting money for different tournaments, different leagues. Micro schools are doing the same thing. Field trips, like a ton of money changes hands in these. And it's all spreadsheets and sticky notes and Venmo and cash and envelopes and kids backpacks. Yeah. And this is like really powerful, simple software for all of those organizations to sort of have one person centrally manage all of it. It,
2: it lives, it lives like roughly, I think somewhere between Venmo and QuickBooks, or something like that, (laughs) right? For like, for these like small organizations or even sometimes individual people who may have 500 clients of their own, who they are, they're training or they're running camps or whatever it is. And it is all, it has all been, none of it, warrants quite like enterprise scale software, but yeah. also Venmo or Cash App or whatever is a giant untrackable mess. Yeah. And totally. so this lives at like, hey, it's as easy to use as that, but also there is a back end that can show who pays when. Yeah. Where are they? What did you need to do? And it's 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 in the zone of that customer driven development. Yeah. They are just like obsessed and where they found the you know, some early uptake. It's because there's actually just nothing in the space that serves those audiences. Well.
0: Funny when you say Venmo and then QuickBooks, like there's a huge chasm in there. They're like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, I mean, you, th- you sort of look at payments and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. no, you could just Venmo the cash. And it's like, but if that's not enough? And then you've got 10 miles to walk before you get to QuickBooks. Yep. And so yeah. what's
1: in
2: that, there? They, they live right in that. that space. How do you it manage easy. when a
1: hundred people are Venmoing you for, yeah. a f- and like there's that. no
2: spreadsheet to download. Right. And then as soon as there is, then there's a spreadsheet to deal with, and these guys have it set up where you can go right online, you can see it, you can sort it, you can push here to send a reminder. All of this kind of stuff that is makes all the sense in the world when you see it. And it's also one of those things that is like, every time I've looked at it, I'm like, it actually kind of blows my mind that this doesn't exist right now given uh-huh. how much has happened in the payment space.
0: So so if I'm if I'm a school and we're gonna do a field trip with 30 kids and everybody's gotta give me 10 bucks, this is this is that. Right yeah. in the zone. And yep. and so like as the parents pay, they flip to green and I get to see that you got it. Oh, that's a dream. Yep. Yeah it is. It good, is a dream. Good work. My kids not always funny because my kids are just under where like I've never heard of her mind. I don't know any uh, okay. of any of these problems. But like I do remember. Ten dollars in cash in my pocket, and then losing it on the bus on the way. That losing it—I'm using right. air quotes, uh, <laughs> you know. And you get there, and you're like, "They're like, you can't go. Where's your ten dollars?" You're like, ah, "I'm sorry."
1: Yeah, yeah. So I uh, excited about Omella, and actually, I full disclosure invested in that one personally when Brent was first getting it started, and before then our fund, before the fund existed. Oh, right. But okay. um, we followed on now and i did a podcast episode with brett too there's like a deep dive on Omella nice his story guy? and stuff oh it was super oh, okay. nice awesome
2: Ooh. genuinely and permanently curious yeah Dude, that's like those are great humans
1: yes Ubermensch.
2: we yeah. should we should do a little we should do a gathering
0: a retreat a rolling fun oh, no nobody wants that but i would love that
1: can movie. we come to hamilton missouri
0: all yeah. the lps can come and hang out with all the founders oh uh, yeah. yeah that'd be great
2: that'd be amazing
1: that would be fun
0: i've I mean, got a ton of beds here yeah i got there's a like, lot of beds guys that that didn't work in dating very well, but it works now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we could sleep anywhere. Yeah. I got so many beds. <laughs> Welcome to my bedroom. There's thirty. Pick your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's
0: Russian roulette. Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm in one of them. <laughs> okay, that's that's Omella. Is that everything on Omella? I think that's everything on Omella. That's and, exciting, man. Yeah. Wait. So, are they are they at a point where they need more customers? Yeah, they are very much in growth mode. So, more customers is good. O m e l l a. Who com. are they looking to be introduced? Is it like PTA people? Is it their first? Can focus, a teacher
0: sign up and just use it?
1: The teachers can. Anybody can sign up and use it right now. The micro schools is like one of their first niches yeah. that they are finding are, is really like adopting them quickly and growing. Very cool. So, yeah, they're they're a few years in development now. They got a small dev team, but like great long runway go brett. It's going great yeah yeah and i really they, they're just like building a really lean kind of very focused organization and it's great to see like second time founders l- l- like rolling over lessons and building really cool stuff love it they're just such nice guys too <laughs> really good people we can spend another Wait, let, hour on how nice brett let me, is let me t- let me tell
0: you about ohm
1: yeah tell All us right. about Ohm.
0: <clears throat> so this lady akshita I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. I've asked her before. She said it's fine. But <laughs> she's she's like PhD brilliant woman with a PhD brilliant team that's building smart devices for your kitchen. So they started as a Kickstarter. It's a knob that you replace your knob with and all of a sudden your your range is, is Wi-Fi enabled and you control it from your phone, right? And this is interesting for a couple of reasons. It's like insurance is a big play. They've got, they're selling into like entire, ma- you know, living managed living facilities where you have like a thousand people that you're trying to keep tabs on make sure they don't accidentally leave their stove on all night, that sort of thing. So they've got like an, an enterprise play there. And then they've got just the individual humans want to, you've got a stove in there. It's a pain to replace your stove. You're just going to buy these knobs and put them on there. And now it's a smart thing that you can start the oven while you're at church and it's ready for the roast when you get home. It is chili season. Oh you Gotta keep the low and slow, baby. You just put that on the stove. It's dial now. And it's cool because these are these are hard to replace appliances in kitchens. You know, yeah, if you have a built-in or you have a stove in there that, like, I mean, it's a big investment to replace that. And so we we looked at it and said, man, these are these are hard to replace appliances that the technology is out there, but it's like very low adoption of Wi-Fi enabled ranges and stovetops and stuff. So we'll, so we were excited about the the entire market of. Of just the knobs. And then they're looking at like the entire smart kitchen, doing this similar, similar process, but everywhere, right? And so home automation, we think is really cool. We think it's really interesting. There's a lot in the space that's getting over overlooked and not addressed. And like, actually just doing a great job. She's got a just incredible vision of the space. And so trying to, you know, in terms of what they need, they're looking for intros to like VC arms of insurance companies or big manufacturers. Or, or retailers so they can do some strategic investing. But yeah, they did a great raise and they're just building away right now. They they, they have their Kickstarter that like sold through yeah. and they're reselling to those guys right now. So lots of demand for what they're doing.
2: And they are, and they are shipping product. Yep. That is, I mean, they are in there and have a real hardware software integration. I mean, I think this is one of these that anybody who's spent a decade in tech has the thought process of like, seems like there should be way more things that are nest for blank. Yeah. Right. Whether, you know, the thermostat was the first thing. And, you know, obviously that that story played out and, you know, they got acquired. But like the kitchen is just such an obvious one. It's so obvious and yeah. it is so undertapped and it is makes things like safety for assisted living facilities, makes all the sense in the world, but also like convenience for people who just want to really lean into that. Like th- this one has like a lot of great kind of tendrils and stories that I think could be a really cool one to watch grow. Yeah, man. Yeah,
0: I want. I wonder. Like, yeah, like, like I can't wait until I can my blender and my toaster and all that stuff is there, and I just don't know. Like, I don't know how it happens in its current iteration, but I'm glad to be backing somebody that like
1: is building that vision. So. Yep. I mean, we've been talking for years about like the automation of kitchens, oh. like especially commercial scale stuff, and I hadn't until seeing this. I hadn't really thought super hard about the home version of that but it is really cool you're starting to see like standalone device like the june ovens and stuff like yeah. that that can kind of like manage cooking but actually just got a really cool vision for like how that all kind of progresses and comes together and kitchens just like keep getting smarter and smarter and more robotic and Did you, it's, it's uh, awesome i went on a i went down a rabbit hole
0: like you know the cafe x like make, oh yeah make your coffee so cool. roll. it's like 240 grand to get one yeah and then there's a blended that's like a it's like a smoothie shop they actually did a partnership with Jamba juice where like Jamba powered by blended. And it's just this automated power They're They're a similar price. I'm like, man, that those might be fun. <laughs> like I'm looking at it for Hamilton, but I'm like, man, once you can 250 grand and throw like, it's a, that's just a fancy vending machine. It's going to push stuff out. And the economics start to work. That's going to be such a great experience. Yep. Automated everywhere. Give me robots making that food. That's I mean, right.
1: Yeah, I, I can't believe I mean, Cafe X feels like it should be way more places than it was. Now, I remember seeing that first one 10 years ago or something being like, oh, my God, these are gonna be everywhere in four years. And it's yeah. still sort of not. Nah, I don't know what's up with that.
0: I think I'm, I've am i got like $2,000 into them in my AngelList account from uh.
2: 1994. <laughs> 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 so
0: you go back and look at some of those. You're like, huh, I backed 8,000 companies through these syndicates. Jeez. <laughs>
1: Well, I still believe that will come through for you <laughs> it's gonna
0: it's gonna recover my entire fifty thousand dollars yeah
1: and ohm uh, um, ton of revenue already like uh, hundreds of thousands in revenue already, which is impressive for an early stage hardware company, like yeah. mad props to them for shipping revenue this this early. They've been at it for a couple of years also. I feel like that's actually all positive foods, Omella and ohm all kind of share that like still feels. Early, but like the organizations feel really tight because they've been at it for like yeah. three yeah, it feels to like five years. At least, feels like
0: we're getting a good deal on those, right? We're like, we're like most of the checks we're trying to write are like, you know, like w- what's Terran Robotics, right? Of like, we don't early. know, man. This guy's building drones that can build houses. It might work. That's a good idea. Let's try it, right? Like that's the space we're trying to live in. And so when we when we meet these people that are like. Great people that we love doing ideas we like that are all they've already proved the business. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I'll I'll
1: ride those coattails. Thanks, guys. Yeah. 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 I I like that. We feel comfortable kind of doing that whole gamut, like being very first money in and then like I would love to find out where the like the last money before there's some explosive (laughs) growth of, you know, some of these uh, some of these like ones that are baked a little longer.
0: You know what I hate about being last money in
1: nothing? (laughs) (laughs) Just Indiana Jones in that hat, right out from under the. That was actually so. Drively, the next company is we were literally the last, like, oh yeah, um, yeah. I, I was like, it was just shoving money under the door. <laughs> we were the last check into their their round. there's like a great that sort some of pretty serious investors, a in great it. seed round that was yeah already led by amazing investors. I feel very lucky that we sort of got that in. So Drively is like a. they are like the commerce backbone of the auto industry, which is a very interesting thing to not exist yet. So I, I wish we had an auto industry expert here to sort of like do the fuller version, but basically there's a lot of like data silos and paper and like general bullshit that happens in the auto industry now. And individual pieces of that offering are getting internetified. Like Carvana is like crushing the delivery of vehicles and everybody kind of envies Tesla's like owned dealership models. And, but there's only little pieces of it that can get internetified because of like how the data is managed inside the auto industry. And these guys are like combining all of the data and then turning it into APIs and monetizing those APIs at different layers for different parties. And I think it's going to
0: like a snowflake for the auto industry sort of thing
1: yeah i think it's going to like enable this like renaissance of business models in the auto industry and that these guys are going to kind of like provide the infrastructure for all of it and it's right give me give me an example of a business that'll get to exist when these guys are there like they have a ton of these examples in their deck that are like instacart that are like auto resale real-time like offers for your cars there's a really interesting like and and it's not just the car sales, but it's like the stuff around it. Right. So there's all these like peripheral. It's kind of like when you buy a house and like, there's all these like add on businesses around, it's like big brokerages, own mortgage companies and title companies and insurers and inspectors and blah, blah, blah. These guys like can provide a very new level of service and enable a new type of auto lending business, enable a new type of auto insuring business, enable a new type. So like, there's all of these things that can be liquid and like real time and highly competitive and like softwareified that haven't been able to before. And I don't know, it's a really, it's an interesting like earned secret, right? Like the CTO of this is a fascinating, I'm going to get these guys on the podcast at some point, but like he was a, he became a licensed dealer himself so that he could buy Cars at wholesale prices and then lend them on Turo. because he's just like a motorhead and like loves cars. And so he's like 40 cars. He's like a Turo Pro. So oh, he's like, just buying them in action. He's buying them, yeah, like wholesale yeah. and then renting them out. And like it, it's it is a really, really interesting story. But he's like, man, it sucks to try to buy cars at scale. There's no software for it. There's no like pricing API. Like, and there's a bunch of companies trying to do it that are like competing to have their own proprietary stuff but nobody's like enabling the mass like api of it um that I give myself like a four out of 10 for explaining the impact of that, but that's the best <laughs> I can do until that like, we get them on the podcast.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, the main thing that I know is that Bill Ford of Ford Motor Company counts himself lucky to be a co-investor with rolling funds. And, so.
1: <laughs> and, and Dan Gilbert,
2: uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, they got, a great, um, they got a great group of folks in there and I agree with
1: you. I think we were, we were lucky to get in. Detroit, Detroit money, money, baby. Under the, under the wire yeah. on that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, really, really, really sharp founders. And I think one of those things that like, huge opportunity that very few entrepreneurs would like th- the mix of talent and like v- visibility of that opportunity kind of puts them in a pretty rare, rare space. So it was a fun problem to learn about too. So, yeah. So anyway. I, I, <laughs> I
0: feel like, I feel like a lot of that one was like, I don't know, man, you've got to invest the time to understand this one. You got to go talk to these guys. Cause I don't know. Yeah. But like, but like as a, as any space, you know, like you you don't know until you dive in, and then all of a sudden, the people that can see the opportunity there, those are the ones that win.
1: And I went and talked to some buddies that are in the auto industry to, to, for the same reason. I was like, man, I just like don't feel like I can like this could already exist, and I wouldn't know. Yeah. And so I went and talked to some friends, and they were like, yeah, that doesn't like it has been tried. The vision is sort of there, but like nobody has nailed this yet. There's a reason to believe that the people doing it now won't be able to do it because like, and this is. And if it existed, it would change a lot of things. That's hundred percent the thing that I can see, like getting acquired or wanting to be owned by a number of. Yeah, it could be a Hulu
0: sort of thing where they all come yeah. together
1: and say, "All right, yeah, yeah, we'll do it as long as we get the money." Yeah, there's a bunch of big, like semi-old. There's like Era Software companies that are like really big in auto because it's like these entrenched like dealership things and big <laughs> enterprise contracts. Everything but-
0: programmed in Fortran.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, but th- th- I, I think this is like you Know, due for a renovation. And I don't know, I'm excited about that one. So That's we'll great. see how they come together. They're about to have a public facing like dev kit. So maybe cool. by the time this podcast is, I'm not sure. But like if you're just a developer who likes playing with new APIs, you can go check and that if you out. Like cars, you're gonna and if you like cars, you're going to And if you like cars, Drively. Yes.
0: Dot <laughs> <laughs> com. Dot <laughs> <laughs> Lee? Actually, I don't know the URL. Al? Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. In the quilting capital of the world, let me tell you about a Great new company, building a great thing. Glyph. I don't know. If that, I don't know if they'll keep the name. I, I like the name Glyph. So Glyph is. I would describe it as like the Kitchen Aid of the craft room, right? This is a space that I I know very well. And so, when these guys, this is actually the innovation team behind Cricut, which you know, IPO'd at like four billion dollars. They did a good job. And Cricut is a cutting machine that the crafters use to cut like vinyl and fabric and stuff. This is a sort of a three dimensional version of that where three dimensional meaning like it's got a vertical axis or vertical, horizontal and a Z and a Z axis. Yeah, height. Yeah. Height Height axis. There we go. So like think think of things like, I don't know, put your cake on there and it can decorate it, put a cookie on there and paint a face, you know, like stuff like that. So it's it's a cutting cutter printer. Shaper, all the things. It's got a lot going on and, and they're still developing a bunch of it. So like, I'm not going to box them into what exactly it's going to be in the end. But the the big exciting thing that we saw was like smart innovation team that had done this before, uh, good distribution partnerships that they give us a lot of confidence and go to market. Like the big box stores are excited to give them shelf space. And and they're, they're cranking on a problem that like the the kitchen aid for the craft room is a gaping hole in that space where like it doesn't exist yet. Right. Yeah. And it should. And so having having these dudes work on it, like we we are very enthusiastic about where they're going. And this one, we were first money in-ish. I think we we're like we we're like very early and led a, a round of angels. So we get a, we got to have credit for that.
1: We did uh, a good job. I think you get credit for that cuz your status as a mogul in the crafting industry. Moguls sure. got a mogul as yeah, they say. Yeah.
0: Moguls will mogul.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the,
0: the the Don said
2: yes. All the money goes. What is the what is the what is your take? As a as a worldwide expert of crafting, on on <laughs> the I'm just, yeah. I just got, I'm putting at that on table. my table. Yeah. Can you endorse me yeah. for worldwide crafter? Hundred <laughs> percent, yes. On like where they are at, right? Like, say so they did cricket. Big outcome, whatever. They decided to get the band back together and go after something maybe more innovative, more cutting edge, kind of a new market. How early is early on that? How long does that take? Like, how do you think about like going from where they're at to market? So it's
0: it's hard where it's tough, but like these guys have already they've got the the factories they already love to work with over there. They've got like they've got their their team across the whole space already done. And so Oh man, I got a sneeze coming on. Mm. Oh, bless me, guys. Bless me. Thank you. Uh, Give us a second. I didn't know if you were a two sneezer or you will it was very efficient. Uh, no, so these, these, guys, these guys, they've already got their relationship set up, their stuff going. So we're expecting to see a prototype by the end like mid next year of like a, a prototype that's like move into productionable sort of space. So they've already made a ton of progress on the software and they're they're just working through iterations on hardware with with a factory that already believes in them and is backing them too. So I'm like Yeah. Like, this is a real thing that's really going to to exist. And then it's just a question of like, is it reliable enough? Does the market want it? Can they message it? Well, because the risk I told, I told this to, to the team over there is I was like, the risk is that you're a little bit, you're, you're a cricket plus, and you can't be cricket plus you've got to be completely, you got to be different enough, more enough that like, you're not cricket. And then and so they've got a great form factor that we're excited about that makes them not Cricket and a bunch of other stuff coming with them that makes them not Cricket. And so we're, I, I'm, I'm intending to help them. They'll get the full weight of the rolling fun
1: yeah. kind of thing, behind them. They're, a, they're an exciting one. I like the, it's funny. I was not worried about them being like not Cricket, uh, Cricket, Cricket, yeah. because that like the difference between the Cricket was the pr- home cutting machine. And this is like home cut and print plus height. Like yeah. on a DX is like the versatility of this is crazy. I can't believe they can it, like the price point that they're aiming at is like a couple, yeah. a couple hundred bucks, which is incredible. I was going of like, when I saw the drawings, I was like, I oh, was gonna be a thousand bucks, like limited market stuff. And from a business perspective, it's exciting because they have, a ton of like ongoing software packages. They have accessories. That like, like KitchenAid is a great analogy you in know, that you, way because it's an ecosystem. You think
0: of like a three D printer that that ends up being built for like a thirty five year old woman, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like it's like I can create anything, and it's that sort of idea. You, you know, you you bring it into a thing that's comfortable in their craft room, in their space yeah. that they know how to that they know creatively, and say, yeah, we can make anything now. Like it's it's very empowering, very strong. Proposition. You just have to like the marketing thing is is the bear of like can you message that to people and
1: make them believe that they can now. I think go it's gonna fly, dude. I think it's gonna fly. We, I mean, we have a cricket. Janine has a cricket which I love and it, like has always yeah. it, it always like amazed me that you can just like put a thing of vinyl in there and it like cuts out. And we have all these like custom stuff because she just like will design something up and right? yeah. And it's like I think this is going to be even cooler, especially with the software that's out there now, right? So like I've seen like I can take a picture of your face, like. Uh, Apple will let me just like drag your face out of a picture and I can like drop it yes, in the glyph absolutely. and I can print out like a sheet of owl face stickers and put them up all and, over my and house. And it die cut on the way. Congrats. Yeah, it's Guys, amazing. We are pre-rich. We're again. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> home run after,
0: uh, home, run after <laughs> home run after home run. We're going to be
1: shoveling these things out the door in Hamilton, Missouri. Uh, <laughs> Every lady's going to be leaving with one under her arm. Yeah. The glyphs are going to be great. I'm, I'm excited am excited. Oh, I should it. have baked some exclusive rights into this. That would not have been to our advantage at Rolling Fun. <laughs> Keep your head in the game, Al. Yes sir. yes, sir. This is not the Missouri Star Quilt Company podcast. So that's the set. Omelo, Ohm, um, Drive League, Glyph, that's Q3. Um, yeah. And that's the full allocation for Q3. So everything that we're looking at now is they, Q4. And, and q 3s done. You Q3's can't invest done. in it. You guys right. can't get access to this unless
0: you were already in, which you should have been. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and you should have been in for more increase that (laughs) allocation because now you're looking like i'm doing the same thing where i'm like man cafe x i got a thousand bucks in those guys wish i would have put in a couple more
1: Mm -hmm. so flash forward to january imagine how great q4 companies are going to be and then Mm. you know imagine that
2: we, we need, need you your money.
1: donations, people. We <laughs> we need. More. This podcast will continue until you call in and get your canvas tote bag. <laughs> we should do the PBS the, the blood drive. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, absolutely. Bo's not coming down from the building until. All right, real quick, uh, maybe status updates on on old portfolio companies. I don't, we don't stable have stable gains. Go ton on. here. Stable gains is very honorably discharging their duties to. Stabilize. They're being the as company. upfront as they
0: can about it. Yeah. yeah, they're
1: they're doing well to update everybody. They're working with the regulators. They're figuring everything out. They are going to try to wind down and return capital and like TBD basically on whether, on what, what stage that is like legally feasible and yeah. honorable. So we'll keep you up to date, but the founders are still like doing, working hard to do everything the right way and keep everybody in the loop. So good on them. That's a very hard job. Yep. Startups are hard. Big props. Big props to those guys. L- lumo's doing good that's the this is the water nest for water management nest
0: for water management yeah. they got a couple it's funny he's like he's like our big deals that we've been working on are like 50 units going out and we had a guy call it was like yeah we, let me look at like 800 units and see what that looks like it's like this is there's there's a lot of demand they're getting very good reception in the market they're putting they're getting ready to start building towards their a here in a couple of months once they get their their first couple of customers live and paying. And yeah, they're they're enthusiastic. Devin's doing a great job on the PR
1: side. A lot of people are paying attention to them. So yeah. You sent me their clip on CNBC. It was it was awesome. Yeah, it was this whole right? thing about like the future of agriculture and oh, like it was like a four minutes on Lumo. And yeah. all like no, I mean, it's pretty stuff. much it awesome. about Lumo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> CNBC endorsed Lumo. Yeah, they were real cool. I have no I have no Dusk updates. I hope the founders are not on a beach somewhere spending our money but <laughs> that's, they're building cool stuff if you're uh, out wish there them well. please contact us. Does, does your
0: email still work Did he's still, you get he's still Did tweeting you get so i know he's alive yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah all right that's that'll be that'll be fine we're, we're not we're not high maintenance oh <laughs> no, we are not we are not can't help if i don't know what's going on but you know i'll just assume you got it until i hear yeah. otherwise yeah. Taryn received the first permit in Indiana for autonomous construction, home construction. So they're nice. like cranking. Does uh,
0: Larry Bird sign those?
1: I think he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does.
0: <laughs> Larry says if they can do that or not.
1: We just wanted the signature. That's, uh, <laughs> tech's coming along and they're building their first house for Habitat for Humanity. Their YouTube channel is also really fun to watch because yeah. like they keep posting stuff about whatever they're working on. And they're going to raise a seed round soon, so they're like talking to yeah, no, I know, I know they've had quite a quite a bit of kind of early
2: seed round investing and are trying to figure out like who are the right partners for them and yeah, how much how much help they should be taking instead of just money and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's they're they're on the they're on the grind and making progress. If
1: if it, as it looks like it may happen, if we get like a deep pocketed multi stage firm on board with them, I feel way better about. They're pro- I feel like that de-risks them significantly over the long run because it's a capital intensive and unpredictable like thing. Sounds like my marriage.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, no, I'm kidding. It's great. She's
1: great. Uh, it's great. Dre is so lovely. Uh, None of it's yes. true. And lastly, Gently.com just uh, announced their $2 million raise that we were part of back in the spring, but just announced it and filled out the round. A bunch of great investors. They hired a team of six. They're still yeah, growing like this crazy. makes us look really smart. Yeah, just like we're all not, the cool names that we're with. Yeah, and uh, cool by association. They redid their product. They redesigned their emails. Like, got a whole website up there now. The, yeah. Their stuff is super, super cool. And they've added a bunch of capabilities for shopping across all the secondhand marketplaces. It's coming, man. I'm yeah. telling you guys.
0: See, we were was, we have was, good ideas.
1: That was your first. We're uh, creative. Just trust us.
2: I think those guys are showing like very good pace. Yeah, like they yeah, are. Yeah. They are cranking. Like I mean, you said it. Al. those are. You bet on the, you bet on the people on that one. And like, they seem to be cranking. Yeah. They're going, I find his
0: Twitter feed insufferable, but as a human, <laughs> he's, he's a nice guy. <laughs>
1: you let me know later if you want me to edit that
0: out. <laughs> no, I'll stand by, I, I'll tell Samuel I...
1: <laughs> Look, sometimes you got to be insufferable on Twitter yeah. and good things come of it. That's, uh, Builds an this, audience. It certainly story, does. Yeah, that's. Okay, we gotta uh, we gotta wrap this one up. I feel like we want to go a couple more hours as always, but we got a tight timeline Guys, today. These and, are the uh, updates. This, we'll is be, the, this is what you we'll tuned in again. Yeah, we we got to all the business and none of the fuck Oh, oh, oh. different Pleasure. words. <laughs> <laughs> Any final words?
2: Yeah, that's it, man.
1: I'd just like to leave this one
2: with Al is a genius. I've seen it firsthand. Come to Hamilton. Al is a genius. We have like
1: four examples today of how Al's a genius. We, we got Werling. We, we got Lumo. Come to we Hamilton. Got a whole town the rolling
0: fun. I need that.
1: <laughs> come see the line of seventy year old ladies to hug and take a picture with Al. It's You've amazing. never seen they're they're a greatest build in, build in yeah, the greatest rock star in the world. Yeah. They are. They're amazing. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Much love. This podcast is even more fun to listen to when you are an investor and getting equity in these companies along with us. Uh if you want to be a part of it, you can join us through AngelList, super easy. Uh we just do a minimum of 4k a quarter for accredited investors only. You can enroll through AngelList and go through their sort of ACH accreditation approval process. Um nice and easy. We're enrolling now for Q4 and all the quarters going forward. Um a reminder that if it's not obvious listening to this podcast startup investing is risky uncertain unclear and highly illiquid uh so do not go lightly Uh, but if you want to learn more about the fund and the startups that we invest in some of the stuff that we're hoping to invest in or just follow along, there's more at rolling.fun. And there's also two previous podcasts with Bo and Al, a lot of fun. The first one is sort of getting to know everybody and about us launching the fund. The second one is our first portfolio update uh, covering the first Four or five companies that we invested in and is a great compliment to this one i hope you check out everything appreciate the journey and the spirit that we offer this in if you'd like us to take a look at your company or invest alongside us you know where to find us thank you for listening i really appreciate you hanging out with us today this is all about laughing and learning building leverage and compounding our faces off what our brains aren't evolved to comprehend is how much leverage is possible in modern society. There's a revolution going on, man. Uh, Go pay attention to it, get a part of it, get exposed to it. You're going to make money along the way. You're going to have fun. The call to adventure. This is the new form of leverage. Take a few quiet moments for yourself. Breathe deep and be well.